progress, I swear to you guys, progress is humanity's kink. We're all dirty little sluts for it. <laughs> December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, raving fans, money, assets, and yet I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money, the kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends, the kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck, like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things, all the things that promised me freedom and it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was gonna be an inside job and I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the Unruly, entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really, truly, finally fucking sets you free. I'm your host, Andrea Crowder, and welcome to the Unruly Entrepreneur Podcast. Let's go to the show. April was a majorly down month for us. So uh, I'm, I love to share the details and the behind the scenes and the numbers of the business, especially on the months where things don't go as well as they had been previously, because you guys need to see the real deal of how business happens and what to do to be able to hold your energy, hold your power when it looks like things are working in the opposite direction. So in March, we had our highest cash month ever. We made $187,000 in cash. Um, in April, we did 103. That's still remarkable. <laughs> nobody's crying. Nobody's complaining. And also, it could be really easy to tell a story of we had an $84,000 dip and that's problematic. Here's why it's not, and here's why I felt nothing. I built my business for freedom. And it's my opportunity to choose to living it. Living it requires commitment to the value versus being a slave to the calendar month's growth. Most people in business are looking at their data from a month-to-month -month basis to determine how well they're doing. I don't look at the data of how much I'm growing and that trajectory to determine my success. I look at the data against or towards, rather, my values. So in April, we had a massive flood and storm down here in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Our garage flooded. Part of the downstairs first floor 
um, got water. We had leaks in the ceiling. It was uh, pretty bad. So, and it also happened the same exact day that all of our stuff from uh, our house, or at least like the second major delivery of our stuff from our house fire had gotten delivered. So our garage was literally packed to the brim um, with boxes that had just been delivered from getting our things back from the house fire. And now we got flooded. Obviously, the universe didn't want me to have that shit back. I'm like, okay, I'm preparing to be nomadic. Cool. (laughs) And a variety of other things, like some spiritual growth opportunities were coming up. And um, there could have been moments where I could have forced myself to do the things that didn't feel energetically aligned for me to do. But that is not what I stand for. That is not the business that I want to grow. That's not the business that I'm going to be happy to have created. In 10 more years, I want to look back at my business and I want to say, I'm so grateful. Like my future self is going to be like, damn, look how I built myself into more freedom than I've ever had before. So what I want to do is I want to look for proof that I'm making progress towards that. Where's the data that shows that I'm actually accomplishing my goals that are in alignment with the values that I want to live and have lived? So if I look back 10 years later, I can say and I can see that I've built my business into this beautiful life. I do not <laughs> I do not care if I am a millionaire, a billionaire, if I've built myself into a beautiful prison. Not into it. Not into it. So I want to look for proof that I'm making tw- I'm p- making progress towards this um, a business that's truly going to allow me freedom. I want it all. I want the impact. I want the money. I want the travel. I want the adventure. I want the romance. I want the love. I want it all. But the difference between old Andrea and new Andrea is I'm not willing to do whatever it takes anymore. I'm only willing to do the aligned thing that it takes. And I'm going to look for proof of progress towards me achieving success in business in alignment with with my definition of freedom. Progress, I swear to you guys, progress is humanity's kink. We're all dirty little sluts for it. (laughs) But most of us aren't looking for it. We're not looking for like, where have we made progress towards this thing? We're just looking at calendar months and versions of data that we've been told are valuable. Like who actually decided that we needed to give a fuck about like every 30 day increments according to society's definition of like what April means? (laughs) Because when I actually zoomed out and I looked at my business, yeah, we made 103000 even though the previous month was 187000 But y'all, we made 10200000 pennies from pleasure. From fucking pleasure. 10200000 pennies from pleasure only. I won't take a fucking penny from pressure. 
I won't take it. I don't want it. Do not even try to fucking put that shit in my hand because I'm just going to drop him. Like somebody else can take that one. (laughs) One person's trash is another person's treasure. (laughs) That one's not for me. The pandemic was a gift to this world because we all found out how wound tight we were, how much we were doing things out of obligation and according to society's standards. And all of a sudden we had a moment to like sit back, zoom out and get some perspective. And it's like, damn, I didn't even realize how bad I felt from just being in like this automated way of living. And because the majority feels the same way, we think that's just how life is. Uh, nope, I'm fucking unavailable. Absolutely not. I don't want to live a successful life. I want to live an exceptional life. I don't want to live a successful life. I want to live an exceptional life. The only way to do that is to know how I define exceptional. And for me, I can like, I can give you guys all my values. I can like tell you my beautifully written manifesto. But at the end of the day, it really actually comes down to, am I making micro choices in the stories that I'm telling myself about the life, the way that I'm engaging with my life and in relationships, in relationship with, in relationships with technology, in relationships with astrology and relationships with humanity, like whatever. It's like, it's my thought process and my agreement and like how I show up in this human form with it. Am I showing up in these and making these micro choices for each of these relationships in such a way that it increases life force energy in my body? And everybody's going to feel that a little bit differently. Life force energy doesn't feel akin to uh, how you feel after you drink a cup of coffee. It's a subtle, stable, burning sensation of energy that you only can access on the regular when you're making, when you're choosing and making decisions in alignment with like your natural source of energy in the in the in the current of energy that's ready to take you sweep you up there's a lot of dialogue going on in on the internet around alignment and being in your feminine or being in feminine energy and in flow and how that sounded really appealing at first and then it became problematic and like so what I want to do is I want to I want to have a new conversation around that and suggest that this is at least what works for me, which is to lead with that feminine energy, to lead with creativity, intuition, and to support with logic and power, the masculine. We need both. And so I say simply, will it increase my life force energy? But if I broke it down even just a little bit more, but still fairly simply, I would say that I prioritize these five things. Creativity, intuition, energy and power. Those would be number three. Logic and focus. 
if the decisions that I'm making, if the way that I'm thinking, if the way that I'm engaging in relationship, if, if my, the little micro decisions and ways of being increase creativity, intuition, energy, power, logic, and focus, then I'm generally a yes for it. Because those five things are like the most beautiful blend of ingredients to power anything that you want to experience or accomplish in this world. A lot of people are compromising those the entire way, trying to get from point A to point B, thinking point B is actually going to feel like that flood of creativity, intuition, power, logic, and focus, where it's like you feel that like nice mixture of AKA having your shit together. (laughs) I was having a conversation with a client this week and she was really struggling with um, the belief system that there was, it wasn't spiritual for her, for her to charge for her gifts because it's just her, it's her job to heal humanity. And I said, well, what do you need to heal humanity? And we all, we both agreed that creativity, intuition, energy, and power, logic, and focus are necessary ingredients in order for her as a healer to cause a powerful, helpful effect on another person. When she is saying yes to doing healing work out of obligation, the healing that she is giving is wrapped in obligatory energy. That person isn't actually getting what they need. When she is saying yes to like giving, giving, giving and not getting enough nourishment in return, that doesn't always come through money. It's not that money is the currency. It's that there needs to be some currency coming back some energy coming back. As you have an output, you need to have an equal input. So most of the time, that's through the currency of money. But in this case, she was encouraged in saying that it was more noble and spiritual and correct and almost like challenging um, her identity as if it were bad for her to receive uh, money in order in exchange for her gifts. And I said, well, let's take money off the table. And what if we said that you are going to let the divine make the agreement between you and the other person and that you're going to be in agreement with the divine will set you up with the appropriate appointments to where there's an equal exchange of energy so that as you do the healing, you have full access to creativity, intuition, energy, logic, and focus. Would that be the most useful for you to have the greatest effect on humanity while you're here? She said, yes. I said, good. So take money off the table. Sometimes it's going to be money because the divine is going to create that appointment and that exchange of currency for you. And let's stop asking um, other people to tell you what your divine appointments are and for you to just connect and say, where is where am I going to find my increase? Where am I going to find my increase in um, energy in order for me to have the greatest effect on this other person? Is it in the exchange of money? Is it in the exchange of something else? That doesn't matter. We just take money off the table. We're only simply looking for um, an equal exchange of energy. And prioritizing that. And she said, yes, that makes sense. 
Now all of a sudden it's okay for her to earn money. There's a fucked illusion suggesting that you are a more noble person for giving away your services. And I think that that is the most manipulative. I don't know that I don't think, let me start with by saying this. I don't think people who are saying that are intending manipulation. I think where that came from is rooted in manipulation and disempowerment, keeping healers weak. That belief system weakens the healers on this planet. I think that shit is rooted in manipulation and designed to harm Because when you operate that way, you are constantly decreasing life force energy and weakening the potency of your power. That's not okay with me for any of the healers that I know. Absolutely fucking not. So, and because I think every single person who listens to my podcast is a healer in one way, shape, or form, whether you're a coach, whether you sell bath products where it doesn't matter like we're all entrepreneurs or we're or we're looking to be we're intending to be and if you're in my world you wouldn't be here unless you had a heart to cause some sort of useful effect in somebody else's life which means you're increasing life force energy for people which means that you are in a small way a healer when you increase life force energy in somebody's body, you're, you're increasing lifespan. You're increasing life experience. That is a healing. So when we say that we should have more accessible prices, yeah, like have a way for people to access your gifts in accessible ways. I have programs as low as $37. And then a year-long coaching with me is 70-something, 76 or something like that, 1,000, right? So my packages go anywhere between $38 to get, or $37 to get in my world at the lowest. And sometimes I think we even do sales on those up to, at this point in time, um, Every single one of those price points feels like an even exchange of energy or even an increase. I'm a slut for progress. (laughs) What did I say earlier? Progress is humanity's kink and we're all dirty little sluts for it, right? Like I want to, I actually want to feel the increase of life force. I'm choosing that. I'm demanding that. I'm holding the fucking standard for it. But In order to run our business that way, we have to take all of these, all of these illusion, illusions. Just ask yourself, does this belief increase power in my body or decrease power in my body? Does it increase life force energy in my body or does it decrease life force energy in my body? If it decreases it, it's out because you can't actually have the most potent, powerful effect on your customer, on your business, on your brand, on another person when you are showing up in compromised power. You can't argue that. (laughs) 
I'll bring you on the podcast. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> because we know that like that it's just too logical when we look at it like that. We're like, oh fuck. I have been selling services that have been watered down because I have been accepting deals that were not an even exchange of energy. Pure and simple. That's it. It's not about the money. It is about the agreement of an, an even exchange of energy. That's it. Can we all agree on that? I didn't even mean to take you guys in that direction today, but here we are. I love you guys. I want to see your life force energy just increase and increase and increase and increase. It's possible that a year from now when you start to make decisions like this that you will look back and you'll be like damn I didn't even know life could feel this good didn't even know and I want to have that experience every single year in my life where I look back and I'm like damn I thought it was a good life I didn't even know it could get better (laughs) I believe in exponential increase I believe in infinite increase I like that way of thinking And I'm seeking the evidence to prove that every single day in my life. I'm seeking the evidence to prove that every single day in my life. Um, I wanted to give you guys a little heads up. I had this idea for a program called Amore Money. So you guys know I have my program WAP, Wealth Alignment Patterns, and that's all around unconscious programming where you lean back and you actually let me do the work for you. There's, I'm not actually really asking you to participate in that program. I'm asking you for once to just like lean back, let me use my, my skill, my gift to cause a useful effect in how your mind thinks about money. And that program is $2,555 as of today. But I have people tell me all the time that should be a five or a $10,000 program. It probably won't ever be. I don't know. We'll see. It's all guidance, right? As long as there's an even exchange of energy and there currently is, that price will remain as is. But I wanted something that was um, a little bit more of like a bite-sized experience that was also including a little bit more um, of you showing up and participating, a little bit of a dance between you and I, and teaching you how to almost like dance with your money in a way that felt really good, in a way that felt like romance, in a way that felt like love, in a way where, you know, you when you start to fall in love with someone, you start to notice these little details about them, like the way that their eyes squint when they're telling a story and they're really happy and like how you start to fall in love with those details, right? Most people don't love the details of their money. And that is unfortunate because money can create so much power in your life. In fact, it probably is already causing a tremendous amount of pain. And I want to see that switch. When I had that like $84,000 decrease from month to month, I felt fucking nothing. I felt nothing. I used to feel extreme stress. In fact, I just got a message from my insurance company thinking that it was going to be adequate to give me another $22,000 to restore my house from the house fire. And it's it's quite honestly possible that I might have to come out of pocket over $100,000 in order to finish restoring my house. And we've been out of that house for 11 months now. I've been fighting with insurance. You guys, it's crazy. 
there was a moment where I'm like, oh, $100,000. Like I wasn't happy about it. But you want to know what I didn't feel? I didn't feel like a victim. I didn't feel unsafe. I didn't spin out. I didn't wish like, God, it would just be so nice if like a man would save me. If my ex would just like step up, like he's not capable. He's not going to. He can't. He's not. He's not coming. No one's coming to fucking save me. And also for the first time in maybe my entire adult life, probably in the last year or so, the thought didn't even occur to me that that was needed. I don't need anyone to save me. And that thought doesn't creep up to create suffering for me anymore. And it used to. And I think that, in fact, I know because I actually work with people privately and I, and I have conversations with friends of like, I'm just so tired of dealing with this. And like, I honestly, I just wish somebody else would step in and help. I don't, those thoughts don't occur to me anymore. The thought that occurred to me was like, 10 years from now, I'm going to look at, back at this moment and be like, damn, I can't believe you handled that so well. And I was like, I was so surprised with the thought that came in. And I was like, wait, I'm already handling it well right now. I don't even need to wait for that like 10 year reminiscing in order for me to feel happy of how I handled it. I'm actually already feeling grateful right now. And so what I would love to do is to, I, I'm going to do a little bit of RRT in there because always, <laughs> it's just fucking magic. Why would we not? And so if you haven't done WAP and you haven't removed um, the emotional response from actually like opening your bank accounts and looking at your number, because a lot of times people perceive that the data is going to be bad news and problematic. In reality, most of the time, there's actually a lot of power in the numbers. We find power in the details. But I want to do you guys one better. I don't want to help you find power in the details. I want to help you find pleasure, romance, amore, love. That's what I want to do with this program. And it's going to be a really reasonable price point. I think we're going to do it at like $3.95 or something like that. Like, give me a second because my intuition is mostly clear, not all the way clear on that one, but it's going to be much less than, than WAP. It's not, it, this is different from WAP because I don't, we don't talk about like money management or details of of like being in your numbers, that is purely adjusting the feeling or sensation around the numbers and like as many of the different scenarios as, as we could come up with during that program. Um, this in this case is about you being in the numbers and it being a pleasurable, almost like romantic experience. My Libra and Mercury, my planet of communication is all around like story and romance and, and whatnot. So like this is going to be so fun for me to bring you guys through. And we're going to do it in such a fun, cool way. It's going to feel really, really fresh for you to um, be excited about about noticing the details the same way that you just want to obsess over the details of a new love. So um, if you guys would like details on that, if you want to check the link in the description area of this episode, and you guys will be able to jump on that. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Thank you so much for being a part of the Unruly Entrepreneur community. And thank you so much for choosing freedom. 
every single day. As always, Andrea dropped the mic. I'm Lorelai Taylor, COO of The Unruly Entrepreneur. If you enjoyed listening, please follow, review, and share with your friends. As always, anything mentioned in the show will be detailed in the show notes. And to keep up with everything going on with Andrea, check her out at love underscore Andrea Crowder on Instagram and check her links for some fun surprises too. Thanks for listening. We're so glad you're here.